Hey, it's Kevin Bay. Unplanned. Undisciplined. Unprofessional. What other uns can I come up with? You're listening to, if you're listening, to Podcast Idiot. My once a month uh, rehashing of what I'm doing with podcasts. And the past month I've published a few on Chasing the Yield and my my website, kevinbay.com. That one, the title still, That's All I Got podcast, and I, I, I'd like to change it. I like the logo I made for it, but I'd like to change the name of the podcast because the name just doesn't roll off the tongue. Podcast Idiot is pretty descriptive because I'm podcasting, and um, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I'm just doing it. So, um, you know, an idiot, somebody who doesn't know anything. And Chasing the Yield is descriptive because it's an investment podcast, or at least my investment podcast, where I just kind of hash through uh, my own portfolios and the companies I watch and the news that I look at to kind of monitor my own investments. Uh, so, you know, the the podcast that I do for my personal website, <clears throat> you know, that's all I got. I mean, that's all I got, but uh, the title just does not roll off the tongue. Uh, anyway, this one, this episode here, uh, this is about me going on the road and thinking I could do a podcast. What I did was I, I went to Chicago in the past week, and I didn't test out anything. I tested out nothing before I left. I'm like, okay, I've got this uh, uh, microphone slash recorder. It's a Zoom uh, F2, uh, what the hell do they call it, stupid thing, F2 field recorder. And I have a small, I mean, I have a standard laptop. I've got a, a, an, uh, a Dell XPS 13. It is a 2019 model, I think. So it's fairly recent. But I also have a Surface Go, which is smaller, lighter, and I can use it because it double ups, doubles up as a tablet. So I use it to read the newspaper. So I brought the Surface Go and this Zoom F2 field recorder. That plus my, my phone, my Pixel 3. I, th- I figured between the three of these things, I could plug them together and somehow make it work. But, you know, of course, I, I didn't test out a single thing. So I drove to Chicago from Georgia. It takes about 12 hours. I get to my hotel room. Um, you know, I, I wanted to take my dog to the park, so I took my dog with me. I took him to the park. And then I get back to the hotel, and I'm like, okay, I got two hours. I'll just shove this thing together. I'll record my uh, financial podcast knock that out and and get it going. I was also going to record uh, uh that's all I got. I was going to record off, you know, the podcast that for my for my see this is why it doesn't work. My my website is my name, kevinbay.com and the podcast is called that's all I got. So maybe I got to just switch it to my name. So it makes it easier for me to talk about. So anyway, I figured I would knock out the investment podcast and then maybe throw in my personal podcast. After that, uh, you know, because just knock them out one, two. But the the Surface Go didn't recognize any inputs from the F2 field recorder. 
and my phone, um, the audio coming out of my phone, also <laughs> didn't work going into the Surface Go. So nothing was working. You know, I, um, I have a, a TRRS cable, so I use that to connect my, my phone to the Surface to try to get audio out of that. Nothing. Then, you know, I tried to just use the straight audio out from the F2 field recorder into that combination microphone uh, headphone jack in the Surface Go. Nothing. You know, I, then I connected the, uh, the, the, you know, the field recorder. I connected that to my Surface Go via USB-C. I tried the Pixel 3 via USB-C. I didn't, that one I already knew it wasn't going to work because that's just going to list it as a hard drive. So nothing. So I spent about 45 minutes trying to look stuff up on the web. Okay, maybe there's some setting or something that, you know, in Windows 10 or with the Surface Go that'll make, uh, make it uh, recognize uh, one of these devices as an input. Nothing. So what I, I, what I ended up doing is I, I did record the financial podcast. It was short because it was, you know... I couldn't uh, I couldn't really utilize it. Plus, dealing with the tiny screen of the Surface Go, I should have thought of that ahead of time. That tiny screen didn't really lend itself for me to scroll through it to um, be able to read the different things uh, from my website that I was going to talk about. So the whole thing was just a failure. Anyway, I, I did record it. Uh, the F2 field recorder does record audio. There's a little SD card inside. It's got a little lav microphone. Um, so I did that, then plugged it into the Surface Go via USB so I could transfer the file over. That that took a while, longer than I than I expected. Then uh, I use Audacity to record. And when I do this in my home office where I'm at right now, I have my uh, PodTrack. P4. That's also made by Zoom. And um, that is uh, plugged directly into my computer via USB. And Audacity recognizes it as both an input and an output device. So when I record these podcasts, I can easily have audio com coming from my computer to this pod track. Uh, and my microphone also goes into it. So I, you know, I don't have to do any editing. I just, I, I turn it on, I start recording, I talk, whatever the hell happens, happens while I'm recording, and then I stop it. So sometimes you'll hear my dogs bark, sometimes you'll hear, hear uh, my French bulldog start snorting, because uh, he, he'll start cleaning himself, and it sounds like uh, uh, Arnold the Pig from Petticoat Junction. Oh no, not, that's Green Acres, sorry, Green Acres. That's there, there, now you can hear my French bulldog barking. Maybe. Coco. Stop. So I just I just let it all go. I don't bother editing anything because I hate it. I just you know would rather just record it. So that's sort of what I did on the field recorder. Is I just you know went through it, recorded that podcast straight through, and then uploaded it and um, in, uh, imported it into Audacity. But then I had to go through the stupid trouble of putting the music on the front and the music on the back 
And I, I really wanted to have nothing to do with it. It was such a pain in the ass. That's why I only recorded the one, and I didn't record my main, uh, the podcast for my website um, until today. As a matter of fact, I just posted it a little while ago. And for the first time since episode three, I actually have chapters and chapter images for that one. So it was uh, nine episodes in between where I had transcripts, but I, it was just so much of a pain to go through and, and do the uh, chapters and chapter images. I'm going to try to get a workflow going together for that so I can have it for each and every podcast. It really doesn't take that long to put it together because I, I use the transcript to go through it. And um, it's got, you know, the transcript is time stamped. So I use the transcript. And then I use my website to go back and forth to insert images and, and links to the individual stories. So I think as long as I make that some type of a regular habit, the workflow will just come. You know, as long as I don't wait too long. Because if I wait more than a day or two to try to put that together, I'm more than likely just going to say, forget it, I'll, just, I'll do it on the next podcast. So I, I really don't know how professional podcasters have the patience, or people who put together a really high-quality show, how they have the patience to do it. Because I certainly don't have it. That's why I just throw these things together. You know, the purpose of, of what I'm doing is just for my own personal interest. I, you know, I, I ran across, I listened to the No Agenda show, and when I heard uh, Adam Curry talking about pad, podcasting 2.0, what was it, about a year ago, I decided to check that out, and then I became really interested in what they were doing. Uh, you know, and I've never podcast before. I've only uh, been a consumer. So, you know, and, and I, but I have blogged regularly for a long time. On my personal blog, you know, I just I rant and rave and complain, just like everybody else out there in the world. So I figured, okay, now that they've got this new stuff that they're doing, I'm interested to know how it works, particularly the streaming payments, because when they started talking about it, and they just and they started describing how people could pay content creators uh, as they consume the media, it suddenly it like clicked in my brain. Like this is extremely interesting, and it could be the future of media consumption. Because right now what you have, or what we have, at least in the United States, well, I guess in the Western world, is we have um, people that stand in between uh, license, license companies, music license companies, video license companies. You know, you've got Netflix and Amazon, you know, Spotify, Facebook, all these, all these people in between the people who are making the content and the people that are consuming the content. Now, it's not to say any of that stuff would go away. You know, you still need to somehow market yourself, you know, and get your name out there. It's not going to be anything that's instant. It's, it would still require quite a bit of work. But people who have the talent to put out good content, think of a, you know, a, a movie a feature film, a big budget movie, you know, say Marvel. This will probably never happen with something like that. But 
Um, just think of Captain America was released as a value-for-value value podcast, or at least uh, some type of a, not, not a podcast, value-for-value value movie. And you could put it up on your big screen at home, and you could stream you know, a certain number of uh, uh, <clears throat> fractions of a Bitcoin while you're watching it. And then, you know, if, say you didn't like the movie, so then you could cut it, and then you've only paid for exactly what you've watched. I think that's a great idea. If, if you love the movie, you'd watch it again. And just think, if you wanted to re-watch it, gone are the days of, and, and this is purely on the content creator side, gone are the days when you would buy it once or rent it once and watch it multiple times. You would have to pay each and every time. Now, the, the, because of the fact that you would be paying while you watch, the rates would be very low, but I think it's more accurate, and everybody would, would be paying for what they consume. So while that might not happen on a, on a grand scale for big-budget movies like that, think if you're a, a brand-new band or you know music artist, and you know you wanted to get your stuff out there there are venues now like youtube and such where you can do that and if you have enough uh people watching you enough viewing hours or enough subscribers then you know you can monetize that on their site providing they allow it you know as long as your music's not too controversial but youtube will take a cut now you know what if you were able to do that just direct somehow using these other platforms more as an advertising vehicle instead of the content distribution vehicle then the money would go directly to you you know you still might make some money for them using it as an advertising tool but most of what you earn for what you create would then go to you and that's really the only reason why I'm doing this is I don't expect to make a dime out of it, but I want to figure out how it all works just because it piques my interest. So uh, speaking of uh, podcasting 2.0, uh, if you listen to the last episode, it was pretty interesting. There's a lot of interesting things that they're talking about coming down. And, you know, they've been talking a lot about live comments versus chat. And I know there's a difference between the two, and I think they're going down the comment road versus the chat road. I think they're just trying to figure out a way to make it work so somebody has control over it. Uh, you know, the podcaster can have some type of control over what's happening. Because really, the last thing you need is some crazy comment to come through that either can't be taken down or somebody makes a mistake and they can't delete it. I don't know. They're working on it, and it sounds very interesting, and that could help be a differentiator. Oh, there was also uh, WordPress acquired Pocket Cast, which they talked, which they talked about in Podcasting 2.0. Uh, that was very interesting because I use I'm a WordPress user. Um, that my blog is using WordPress, and I've been using Blueberry's uh, plugin for my podcasts. 
And while it's it's great, you know, um, and I don't pay for it, it's free, so it's fantastic. Um, you know, I'm hosting my own stuff on DreamHost, on my, where my website is hosted. So I'm not paying for storage anywhere because there's no point any, anyway right now. Nobody's really listening to these. You know, I get a few. Uh, it's hard to tell who's listening. I get a few downloads. Um, nothing has been streaming my way, which which would be fantastic if somebody would do that because it would just be cool to watch it happen. Um, um, but the WordPress acquiring pocket pocket casts uh, could be a game changer for blogging and podcasting as a combination because. I could never figure out why creating an RSS feed, customized RSS feed, is so damn difficult. You know, because WordPress automatically creates an RSS feed. The Blueberry um, plugin combined with the Lehman Creations plugin implements uh, several Podcasting 2.0 tags. So it puts those in my feed. I don't understand why there can't be fields in there for me to be able to put in my own custom tags. As far as I understand it, you know, if a tag is in the feed that a that that a podcasting app doesn't understand, it just ignores it. You know, and since it's my feed, I you know, I would love to be able to just I can understand if if people who have a, an existing show, it's a popular show, they don't want to really fuck around too much with their feed because, you know, you break your feed, then you've kind of cut off yourself between you and the listener. You know, I got nothing to lose here, so what I really would like to do is just totally experiment with it and just implement things left and right as I feel like it just so I can test it out myself. So that's why I don't understand why you can't have some kind of a toggle saying, okay, advanced mode, and here are the fields for you so you can add your own custom tags. Or at least I can add my own XML that then they will append or insert where I need it inserted or appended just so I can experiment. So on uh, <clears throat> on podcastindex.social, you know, I... I made a comment to uh, Lehman Creations made a post saying that he has implemented the value tag in his plugin. So I, w- I sent him a note on podcastindex.social um, just thanking him for it. And then I sounded like a giant dick and I didn't even realize it. Cause I, in, in there, I was thanking him for it. And I said, well, you know, thank you for creating this or, because I've been waiting for Blueberry to do something with it because but they haven't implemented it because they say that it's quote unquote uh, not finished or whatever. I, for, I already forgot what, what wording I used, but I, I came off sounding like a giant dickhead. So, uh, was it Todd from Blueberry comments that they're, they're working on it, they're doing some kind of a massive overhaul of the plugin and maybe of their their back end, I don't know, and that these more experimental things are coming. So I, I apologize for it because I went and re- reread it and it's like, oh, geez. I didn't really mean to sound that much of a dick. You know, I just was 
trying to thank somebody for it, and it just came out in typical internet speak of like, blah, blah, blah. So, uh, and if you listen to the new media show with Todd and Rob, uh, the previous episode, the one, I just listened to it uh, the other day, and they had a nice debate with Tanner Campbell on RSS. And I had no, I have no idea who Tanner Campbell is. He's, I guess, a podcasting consultant someplace. I ran into his some. Um, he he had a tweet where he was talking about RSS and how really we should just kind of ignore it. It's just like dead tech. It's a dead protocol to him. And that we should all go and rely on Apple and Spotify and, and them and the big tech companies for monetizing podcasts. And that might, that might work for a, a lot of people. But I think anybody who covers controversial topics, particularly in this day and age when you're talking about COVID-19, vaccines, ivermectin, you know, different, uh, different studies, different, you know, there's not a whole lot of freedom of speech out there these days. You try to put that stuff on Facebook and it gets taken down. You put it on Twitter, it gets taken down. YouTube demonetizes you or deletes your channel altogether. You know, and this is happening to big people. So little people will have no recourse whatsoever. RSS is the only thing that allows you to have your your voice someplace that is less likely to be taken down. So you can freely discuss things have your freedom of speech and eat it too. Anyway, they had, they had a nice debate on RSS and Spotify, how they get paid, um, you know, what Spotify's true motives maybe are with your independent podcasters. You know, Todd has a lot of insight and so does Rob, you know, because they both are in uh, Blueberry and uh, Libsyn to, you know, big podcast hosts. So I, I thought it was an it was an interesting discussion. I, I would go listen to that if you're into podcasting. You know, hopefully the um, hopefully podcasting 2.0 keeps chugging along. You know, they come in fits and starts. You know, they're one of their biggest problems right now is that um, podcast hosts don't want to implement everything. They're waiting for somebody else to to do the implementation, which makes absolutely no sense. Hopefully, um, Adam Curry can get the ear of the guy from WordPress that he was talking about on the last podcasting 2.0 and get him to go all in on the new namespace, or at least, you know, the extended namespace. Because WordPress could do an advanced tab, an advanced plug-in or I don't know, whatever, where now you can you can implement all the, all the things you want, break your own feet if you feel like it. You know, they, they would be the ones to be able to really implement this um, because on WordPress.com, they do all the, all the hosting for, uh, not for, for uh, blogs. So it's just a short, a short trip to start hosting files for podcasts. Video podcasts, maybe it's a different story because we all know that video takes up so much space. I don't know. I'm I'm interested to see where this goes. So, where am I going? 
I'm, I'm rambling on now. Okay, so next, I, I will be traveling uh, again in September. I don't think I'm going anywhere in August, but September I'm definitely going somewhere. So I'm going to try to do some testing so I can podcast from wherever I'm at. Because I don't want to have to bring this giant pod mic and the PodTrack P4. While they're still they're portable, you know, I travel pretty light. I just want to be able to, you know, take as, as few things as possible. Just less to keep track of, less to set up. If I can get the other stuff to work, that would be fantastic. So who knows? I will keep you posted. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to try to make this podcast monthly. It's much easier... The other ones are weekly, and I, I have a tough enough time trying to figure out how to do that. I'm just so disorganized at doing this. Uh, my hats are off to everybody who makes this sound easy. So I will talk to you next month. That's it for Podcast Idiot. And I hit the wrong button. <laughs> Once again, unprofessional, unprepared, unlikely to be successful. Have a fantastic rest of your July. Talk to you somewhere around mid-August. If you're listening to this, please listen to it on a Podcasting 2.0 compatible app. Listen to it on Podfriend or the Breeze app or something where you can stream some sats to me just so I can see it work. This is enabled, the Podcasting 2.0 compatible podcast. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next time.